was on show with your girl Sheila O. And this is How Far. How fun now. What's up? Wagwan. How you all doing? Hope you all keeping safe. My guest today began her music career doing backup vocals for artists such as George Michael and Mary J. Blige. In 2009, she signed a publishing deal with Sony ATV Music Publishing. Inspired by the growth of the Nigerian music industry scene, she moved back to Nigeria from the UK and signed with Maven Records in 2012. Her debut studio album, Once Upon a Time, was released in July 2015. In June 2016, she signed a management and publishing deal with Rock Nation. Yeah, you heard me, Rock Nation. In September 2017, she released her debut EP, Sugar Cane. November 2018, you see, it's all going in sequence now, right? November 2018, she became the very first female, okay, to win the Best African Act at the 2018 MTV Europe Music Awards. In May 2019, she announced her new record deal with Universal Music Group. She has hits like Doro, Gelio, Eminado, All Over, Malo, and so many more. The queen of Afro beats, Tiwa Sa. Savage has now released the new album Celia in 2020. Tiwa Savage, Queen, how far? <laughs> how far? How are you? Waiting day. <laughs> I'm good, Queen. I'm good, Queen. First and foremost, Tiwa, welcome to the first Afrobeat show on a major FM US dial in the United States of America, and that's Afro Zones. Thank you and congratulations. Thank you so much. Platform. Your pedigree speaks for itself. How have you been able to keep pushing and staying relevant and consistent over the past decades? Oh man, I wish I could take the credit, but I have to just give, the, give God the glory. Like I, yeah. I honestly don't know or, or know of any magic or any trick. I think I've just really put God first and I have to give it to my team. I have an amazing team and you're really just as good or as strong as your team is. I have an amazing, you know, a small knit group of people who who work long hours even when I'm asleep just to make sure my dreams come true and, and they're very supportive, especially being a, a single mother. Like I just have a great team and I just have the great support. That's great. From my observation, there has been an, uh, an artistic evolution of Tiwa sound. From the days yes. of Maven Records, to the Rock Nation Tiwa, to now the Universal Tiwa. What's that journey been like for you? Um, like, I, I think as an artist, I've been growing and I think I'm at that point where, you know, I've been in the industry for a minute and um, there's a newfound confidence that I have in myself and in my sound. And for this album, I wanted to, I wanted to go back to my roots. I, I, was, I, I wasn't scared because I just felt like even if I sell 10 copies, like, I don't care, I'm going to do me. And me is R&B and Afrobeat. I'm an R&B girl. And people can tell from my sound so I was just like I'm gonna go back to that that's probably not the most popular genre out here in Nigeria um, but that's who I am and there's I'm sure there's people out there who want to hear a combination of R&B and Afrobeat and I chose to do that with this album and guess what it's been the most successful rollout album that I've ever ever had congratulations I totally agree with you Working with Beyonce on the Black is King album, that's a massive affiliation. I know everyone's been asking you about it, but the Afrozones listeners have to know. Um, 
how did this come about? You're working in affiliation with B on the album. <laughs> so um, it's a funny story because we got the email and obviously I just thought, ah, this one is 419. It's not positive. It's so then there was like whispers you know in the industry people talk like oh they got one I'm, I'm off to you know LA I'm writing a song for Beyonce I said ah so I called Vanessa I was just like yo is this thing true and we called up a couple of people that we trust in the industry mm. and they were like yeah like they really want you on the project ah I said yeah Vanessa let's get on the plane they know more <laughs> we literally got on the flight 22 hours we flew all the way out to LA I dropped my bag in the hotel I went straight to this studio because I don't want to hear the album as closed <laughs> and I missed my opportunity but um that was basically it and guess what it was so it was so amazing to see so just to see that level um, of, of work, you know, and just, just to be inspired by uh, someone like Beyonce and see how hard she works and how, how much attention they pay to detail. And for me to walk away from that and be like, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to change this. And this is, you know, so it, it was bigger than just being affiliated with the project. It, it really inspired me on a different level um, in, in, in my I guess in my music. The Steely album, great body of work, T. Great body of work. You had collaborations from likes of Sam Smith, my girl Steph London, our boy David O, OBO, the Naira Mali himself, the guy that has his own continent, his own little tribe, you know. What was the creative process like and the decisions on the collabos that you ended up, you know, picking for the Steely album? So I am, um, we rented out a, a, a nine rooms in a hotel for like two weeks and everybody that I wanted to work with it was it was it, it cost a lot of money but I mean my label Motown Universal they I mean you know they were like whatever you need we're gonna get it done and this is the first time I've ever done anything like this day in day out morning and night we're going in and out of different studios for two weeks we're eating sleeping drinking laughing crying music and I wasn't listening to what was out there. Right. I just wanted to create something and I wanted to be vulnerable. So there are times when I'm recording a song and I'm emotional and I'm crying, you know, because I'm singing about like with us, for instance, I'm singing about my divorce. Um, Celia's song is like, you know, a, a song of hope. And then you have the Ole, the Naramali song where we just do a record and we're dancing for like five hours after we recorded the song. It was a real, real, real camp. And that's the, that was just the writing process of the creation, how we created this album. And it was, it was, it was magical because it was beyond music. We shared a lot of experiences together. Wow. My favorite track on the album is, my favorite track, okay, is uh, Glory. I love it. Ah. It has this Afro house vibe to it. You know, that's my yes. favorite thing. I'll be rocking that, you know. <laughs> you know? But outside Celia, my favorite collabo is yes. Gelio with Pato. I mean, wow. no matter what classic. mood I'm in, I'll get up. Classic. I start to dance. <laughs> you know, that's a classic. what are your three biggest dream collabos? Three biggest dream I would, collabos yet to come. I would, done a lot, girl. I, would love, I would love to work with. Rihanna, obviously. Um, I'd love to work with Brandy. Oh, she's yes. okay. I'll let her know. Okay, she's like you know, she's she's my idol, and um, 
Ooh. There's one more, but I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to jinx it because we're working on it. So I just, I want to okay. surprise you. Maybe want to be the first person to tell you like, do you know, remember that time you asked me that question? This yeah. Is it. Like, so I, I think that one last one is coming through. It's coming through. Okay. God willing. <laughs> I'm praying for you, girl. I just, just, just WhatsApp me that one because I, yes. I want to know. <laughs> All right. Let me know. But for Brandy, she's one of the next guests on the AfroZone show. I would definitely let her know. What you said. Yes, please. <laughs> the Afrobeat sound tea is growing worldwide and is gaining ground in the US. Okay, thanks to pioneers like you. All right, you're the queen. All right. In my opinion, um, it should be much bigger in the US. No shade, okay, no shade. But only Afrozones is the platform that's getting the spins on terrestrial radio. Lots of Afrobeat artists are getting attention and interviews on major US platforms, especially radio, but still no spins. Okay, almost as far as I'm concerned, patronizing. What do you need? What do you think? What do you, let me rephrase this. What do you think needs to be done to push more for us to have more airplay and more spins? I think we just, we just, what we're doing, we just need to keep doing it and keep growing because like any other genre, I remember, I mean, I would imagine that if you spoke to someone who was doing hip hop, like how many years ago, they would tell you the same thing, like, you know, or dancehall or whatever. They were like, oh yeah, we just need to do more. We need to push. Like, I remember like someone telling me uh, um, that the BET, at the BET Awards, the hip hop awards used to be given backstage. Um, it wasn't even given on the main stage the yep. same way how you know Afrobeat is um, and look at hip hop now it's I mean <laughs> it's almost as big even maybe bigger than pop music it's a lifestyle so, bigger yeah so for us I feel like we're doing what we're doing but we just have to keep going we have to keep pushing because to some people they think that um, this Afrobeat genre is going to have its 15 minutes of fame and it's going to go away it's going to be a flash in the pan we need to prove those critics wrong, wrong and we need to keep growing and we need to keep coming back bigger and better and there needs to be more of us it can't just be me with david burner yeah me doing it there should be 30 40 artists right coming all in at once that way like like you, you you can't just play one because there's like 40 50 artists or even more killing it yep. um so we need to encourage other artists other creatives um video um, directors, um, people like yourself, you know, just having more platforms like that where yeah. we're actually changing the narrative and we're telling our own story. I couldn't have said it better myself. But speaking about growth, the growth of Afrobeat sound uh, is, being, is global, like we just said. Do you find it challenging um, to artistically, artistically stay through to your original Afrobeat sounds while you're trying to reach and embrace this new diverse audience you're getting without losing your core fan base? Why is that challenging to Because now it's so cool to be African. Like now it's cool to, 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 to do Afrobeat. So I'm not even ashamed when I go into a session with, you know, um, you know somebody who's not African or whatever. And I have to do my verse, and I'll sing in pigeon, I'll sing in Yoruba. Like, I'll even do it more because I want them to be like, "What's that you're saying?" Say you know, it again. I, I yes, I'll go into a session before. Like, I used to be ashamed of who, like being African. Now I'll bring my egusi and rice. I'll be eating it there in the session. You know, offer them, so, offer them as well. Yes, where my jalabia. You know, I'm very like. I'm so so proud. Like, I'm so so proud. Of, of being African so 
yeah it's not even a thing like and it's it's never gonna go away from my music never Good. never ever Good. I know you stay authentic. I know that for sure. It's time for Talk the Talk to As an African bad girl, the baddest, <laughs> your push has been for women to chase their dreams regardless of age, their current circumstances. What's your advice for women and uh, young girls from Africa and all over the world who may be discouraged from chasing their dreams due to cultural restrictions or sexism or religion? What's your advice to them? I mean, I'm going to use myself as a point of reference. I don't have two heads. I don't come from a rich background. Do you get what I'm saying? I, like, I'm as regular as they come. Like, and that's, take everything away. Take the Tua Savage that you see on TV, that you hear, whatever, in your playlist on radio. I am as regular as they come. But I just had a belief that you couldn't tell me anything like I knew like I knew I knew I knew that with the grace of God like this was going to come to pass and I didn't care how long it took me like I wasn't going to give up because at 25 like I hadn't made it or I to something like I wasn't going to give up and trust me I'm still not giving up like in my 60s 70s I'm still going to be rocking my little cane I'm going to be on stage <laughs> you know because, because I feel like it's important for young girls to to know that it's okay to live. Don't put that pressure on yourself. As 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 a woman, I, I didn't even really know who I was till I was in my thirties. Like I wasn't comfortable in my skin like till I was much older. So don't put that pressure on yourself and just know, just know that if you have a gift, if you have a belief in you, you 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 owe it to yourself and your and to your creator. To make sure that dream comes to pass. Awesome. Tia, I know we 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 uh, dragged you away from a surprise uh, party, and I know that's the where you are. <laughs> There's a lot of things happening in the background. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for making this time. But um, being African is really cool, like we just talked about. So I want you to tell my audience, you know, this little game we play called What's Your Slang? I want you to tell them three local lingos or slangs that they need to survive. One in Lagos and one in your second home, the UK. So three slangs that you think, yo, you coming out here, you best know this. Oh, let me just scrap the UK because I'm rusty. I don't, I have no, I don't want to say anything about it. Nothing from Camden or Brixton or hey, nothing. They'll be, uh, they'll be looking at me like, when last were you in the UK? Like, no. <laughs> Let's deal with Lagos then. Like a slang? A slang. Like, I just come into Lagos for the first time and I want to say hey to somebody. What's the coolest way? The coolest way. Not the general basic Just call everybody. First of all, you just call everybody Oga or Madame. That already breaks the ice because, you know, Nigerians, we like to say, like, do you know who I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoulders are like this. So once you say, ah, Madame, good afternoon. Ah, Oga, Fale. Let me see. Something else. Um, How you pick up a guy with money? How do you pick up a guy with money? I have no, I have no idea. How you pick up a oh, How you pick up a guy in general? A bloke. Let's say I'm just trying to like shoot my shot. You know, in the US they say shoot your shot. If you're trying to shoot your shot, what's the cleverest way to do it? And still say cool. I'm really terrible. Maybe that's why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> 
attention itself. Uh, you know, you know it's by choice. You know you got the swag. <laughs> tell us something, okay? Tell me something. Oh yeah, just try to make me feel good. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's the truth. <laughs> All right, just tell me any slang. Tell me any slang. What if it, I want a job? I'm trying to make money, or you know, you um, come somewhere you don't know. What I mean, what's the first thing that's gonna happen? You know, uh, a slang. I don't, oh my god, I'm, I'm really terrible at this. I'm trying to see who I can call to help me. Lekka, you need help, right? Some... Okay. Hurry, hurry. Two slangs. Two slangs in Nigeria that you need. Yeah, street slang. Street slang. Yeah, lamba. Yeah, just two. You said lamba, lamba last slang. Oh my days. Um, um, like now that you're asking me, it's going off. I can't even think. Anything? Say, give me. No, this he's terrible. He's really disgusting. Uh, he's, he's he's actually worse now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have okay. to call a friend. <laughs> Buys, buys money, buys money. So you buys money, okay. Buys money. Always have fun in your pocket. In your pocket. So yeah, buys money. And um, what else? And that's it. And that's it. I think that's the most important How you did. How right? far? Feeling <laughs> savage. I love you, girl. Tiwa. Thank you. I love you so much. Hey. Love you. Bye. You know we're gonna Thank be repping. You. Supporting you, keep putting out those bangers, keep putting out those hits. The sky's the limit for you. I'm your number one fan, you know that already. So just Thank keep you. doing what you do, girl. We got you. Thank you. Thank you so much for Thank stopping you by. So, so much. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> Bye. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Tio Savage, and you're watching How Far with my girl, Sheila O.